Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 13. Lucky episode 13. Yeah, yeah, look at that. <laughs> Did I just see what you were going to say? <laughs> no, that's okay, that's okay. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Michael Kermit Lopez. Yes, that's me. <laughs> and David, it, and David <laughs> it's rendered Tate. It's all rendered. It's all rendered uh michael is michael kermit lopez because his middle initial is k and he won't tell me what his middle name is after all these years <laughs> you guys so you many years if you guessed it and you did you got it congratulations <laughs> kermit is is he like a real life of ron, ron swanson where he's just like afraid that you're gonna steal his identity if you know his middle name or it's entirely I think possible so. i think so you don't even know if middle initial is actually k that's just what i told you <laughs> The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, what have you gents been playing? Hmm, it's difficult to answer. I, you know, actually, I've been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto Online. Oh, yes. Not even 5. I don't even like 5. I like online. It's That's, You know, I, I read something on uh, Kotaku about that. The guy was saying, yeah, do the first couple missions to get yourself like into the GTO, basically, and then just do that for hours and hours yeah <laughs> it's it's really fun um yeah. and i can see myself playing it especially now that heists are out i can see myself yeah, heist, playing it heist for a long thing time now right yeah, yeah yeah the heist finally hit it was like right after our last episode recorded i think they finally came out yeah <laughs> of course and i've played one of them uh with our friend ashley um but i haven't been able to play any of the rest of them because you have to have four people and oh. it's really hard to get four random strangers to join up with you, or even just two. It's hard to get yeah. random strangers to join up with you. The matchmaking's pretty bad. And so. this this might be the thing that pushes me over the edge, and if I finally buy it. Whoa! Like, so I, I may be able to join you soon on that. Yeah, I kind of, I can like, I don't really have a, a huge interest in playing uh, in playing five. Mm-hmm. But every time I talk to somebody about the heist, like that's all I want to do. Yeah, like, that's so that. awesome. <laughs> so yeah, and yeah. I I don't know if this is a thing, but I remember hearing about player created heists too. I don't know if that's ever oh. going to be an actual thing, but oh, maybe cool. I've yeah. heard rumors. I don't I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just putting that out there completely on a whim. So unsubstantiated <laughs> <That's> rumors. <right. laughs> yeah. So just uh, just some GTA then. Uh, anything else? No, that's it. That's all I've been playing. Yeah, okay. I haven't had a whole lot of free time lately. I'm I'm working pretty hard right now yeah. on a project. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I started playing a little bit unexpectedly. Played a little bit of uh, Diablo Three Reaper of Souls Ultimate Evil Edition. Oh wow! Oh. <laughs> so, which is the longest name of any game I oh, own? I think. That's right. I forgot that you own that. Now we need <laughs> yeah. to play that. Yeah. So I, I play that one. I I was I was holding off on playing it because uh, I was thinking, oh, Mike's gonna get it. And I then, am gonna get that, and then we can co-op and and all that good stuff. However, I had some friends in from out of town. Uh, shout out to Mason and Billy because oh. they, they listen to the show sometimes. Oh, very cool. Um, but yeah, so they came into town, and I know Mason's a big Diablo fan, so um, we we fired it up, um, and it was fantastic. We just did some couch co-op, you know, and did the first few missions, and it was a good time. Now, yeah. how did the inventory stuff work? With Couch Co-op, because uh, my friend Nick Wagner tried it on the PS3 when it came out, like, um, just over a year ago, mm-hmm. and he said he was looking forward to Couch Co-op with his girlfriend, but then he got to play it, and, like, the inventory management was just a mess, and it took forever, and he hated it. You know, it. I see, I've never known any other, <laughs> so uh, I, gotcha. I, I, it's, it was fine to me, but I've mm-hmm. never played it on PC. Mason seemed to think it was really weird at first, and then he got it, so... Huh. Um, but yeah, so it Nick was, must just not get it. He just doesn't get it. <laughs> he just doesn't get it, man. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I played some Diablo and then I finished South Park Stick of Truth. Oh, oh you finished it. Was I it everything right. you hoped it could be? <laughs> it, it was everything I hoped. 
I give it four and a half out of five burritos. Wow. Wow. That's it a high is, score. It is an excellent game. Now, of course, that's with the caveat. The content is atrocious at times. <laughs> like, I I mean, it's if you were a fan of South Park, then you will like it. But if, if you're thinking, oh, this is just a good game, I'll just try it. Like, you will be shocked and awed. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my question, actually. If you're not a huge South Park fan... Is the game still worth playing? Or I think good? so. I think so. I mean, yeah? just just because it's such a well crafted RPG, and there's a ton of funny stuff that even if you haven't watched the show in years and years, or maybe you never watched the show, I think you'd still find it funny. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, just just the RPG uh, mechanics and everything is just a really well made game. So, and and it's not too terribly long. I think it was only like um, roughly t- ten to twelve hours or so. Um, hmm. So there's they basically took like uh your classic turn-based rpg and with all these cool extra mechanics um that i won't really go into but um and then yeah stripped away all the grinding that is typically involved in those kinds of games so yeah it was awesome wow all right so and then making some more progress in chrono trigger on the vita so how so far away you. are you from beating that oh really far <laughs> really far oh, but wow. i've i've finished like the first couple big missions i guess you would say so um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's going well. I like that game a lot. What about well, you, Mike? I, I might, I might play it at some point. You have to play that at some point. <laughs> it's it's like a universal law. I'm going to make yeah. everyone play it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like last time I, I fell down that hole of, of replaying Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah. Every on, time I sign on the PS4, I see you just <laughs> playing Dragon I'm Age just plugging away at nightmare difficulty and, Gosh. uh, yeah, I'm make I'm about halfway through it again. Wow. So yeah, I'm not, not too far from it. I, I got, I got yeah. this thing locked down. That's pretty good. I haven't even uh, started it. So <laughs> I played a little bit more transistor. Um, I really love that game uh, and I feel like maybe subconsciously I'm taking my time through it cause I don't want it to end. Yeah. Oh, Every time I pick sense. it up, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I mean, and I then, do that all the time. That was one of my topics. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I'm playing a ton of Ollie Ollie too. Oh, it's so good. I've, uh, I've, completed uh all of the amateur challenges except for the ones on titan sky so i have like 10 10 or 12 more challenges to do and then i have uh, a ton of the pro challenges left to do but yeah, yeah. that game is so good yeah oh, so those good. are really fun games all right so we have some news items we should go over Man, a lot of okay. news a lot of news um i think let's let's bury the lead though we'll, we'll get to uh, the big one, I guess that was from today, but um, just real quick, wanted to touch on Ori in the Blind Forest mm-hmm. that that finally came out oh. for X- Xbox One. I want to uh, play it so bad. It's gorgeous. also out on PC, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. So gorgeous game. Um, it got really great reviews pretty much across the board. So I think that's definitely one to pick up if you have a uh, workable PC or Xbox One. Yeah, I watched. Um, um, I watched Day Nine. He's a streamer, and I watched him play like the first t- uh, fifteen minutes of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, he cried on stream. <laughs> oh my god! He literally wiped away what tears. What a baby! <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was awesome. No, just That's so cool. I would be so like self conscious if that happened. To me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've been there. I played The Last of Us, and I was weeping like a, a wee babe. But you didn't so. do it in front of thousands of people. That's no, I sure didn't. I was all yeah. alone. That's fair. <laughs> and then uh, Bloodborne and Borderlands Handsome Collection are almost here. Both games yeah. are coming out on two. Tuesday, the 24th. Wow, I didn't realize it was so soon. I'm yeah. debating whether or not I should get it. Because I, I really like Borderlands 2 and I haven't played the pre-sequel. Yeah, so see, I just don't know. I played a bit of Borderlands 1, really liked what I played, but I just never got a chance to go through all of it. And then um, Borderlands 2, I have not touched, or the, uh, the pre-sequel. So this would be a completely brand new game for me, so hmm. that would be awesome. Yeah. Um and then of course, you know, like our, our buddy Joe King over there at the uh video game book club, he he raves and raves about uh He loves the he loves him some Borderlands. He, he really loves it. So um comes I I he, on good authority we we have that it's uh gonna be a good time. Um but also Bloodborne, man, that, that game is so good. I, I came away wowed after the PSX from that game, as you guys know. So yeah. um yeah, I'm just uh I like I'm trying to stay strong and not buy new games right now and just play the <laughs> yeah. ones I have. So we'll see. We'll see how long my resolve holds up. Yeah, I'm with you. I have, you I have a ton of stuff to finish <laughs> before I pick up anything new. But yeah, it's just tempting when you see games like that. You know, the like I, again, maybe we'll be in a uh, you know uh, 
the order situation where we have to have a caveat for the the tangent universe, like after we record and tell how awesome that thing is, and it comes out in a couple weeks, and like, eh, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a solid game though. Like, yeah, if you like Dark Souls, I can't imagine you're not gonna like that game. Yeah. So okay, Final Fantasy 15, that uh, episode Duskai prequel demo thing. Yes. Um, you know that that's out and about. It's in the wild. Yes. And impressions around the web are that it's pretty dazzling, pretty I fantastic. I have not watched anything for that yet, but. I heard one reviewer say it reminded him a lot of Final Fantasy XII, and now I'm super in. Huh. Yeah, like that. I mean, I've basically everyone I've heard that has played it or talked about it. Um, yeah, they just everyone's liking it a lot. So, I mean, and from what I've seen, it looks unbelievably jaw dropping. Like that game, just visually speaking. Um, even, I mean, I, I don't know. I even for the PS4, I'm pretty impressed. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, are you excited for that one, uh, old David? I don't know. It's been a while since I've been uh, excited about a Final Fantasy game. So uh, yeah, I, and I know what you mean there. Like the more I hear about it, like it sounds really cool. But I'm trying not to get too hyped up because I haven't liked a Final Fantasy in a while. Yeah, mm. like I, I, I kind of uh, jumped on the hype wan- hype wagon um, with Final Fantasy. What was it? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Um, I played. Uh, let's see, like maybe five hours of the game mm-hmm. i got to this part where it was like some young boy voiced by you know some squeaky person uh <laughs> and then some young girl also voiced by a squeaky person and i just couldn't play it anymore <laughs> i'm not oh, a big man. fan of squeaky voices you see the oh. thing is you just gotta get like 20 to 30 hours in <laughs> and then it gets really good didn't you? <laughs> totally sounds worth it mike didn't you tell me you you had a buddy who actually said that to you i right? heard that so many times from different <laughs> friends like you know, mike, you don't understand. Just just get like thirty hours in, and you're gonna love it. And like that's that's just too much, man. Like that's, that's the, the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Just get past the prologue, the initial thirty hours, and then yeah. it really it really <laughs> opens up. Oh man, <laughs> no, I'm good. I'll no, I mean, I know I know some people really liked that game, but I I only played that one time when you brought it over, David. So. Yeah, that's the only that's really the only yeah. time I played. I think either, my buddy so. Ken really liked that game, but I I, don't, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, and then uh, okay, we have Battlefield Hardline. That baby yeah, came true. out, and, yeah, and we have we have a shocking piece of news. Oh, the what? servers the servers work. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, mean. they work. You I can think get the online. Xbox One servers did get uh, DDoS. <laughs> oh, really? no, of course they did. Yeah. Well, that's not their fault. Yeah, it's nah, not. It's not. But uh, but People yeah, IGN uh, IGN gave it a great score, eight point oh. Very cool. Uh, the campaign's supposed to have a lot of cool, like, stealth elements and stuff, uh, which is kind of like a fresh feel for Yeah, and you can actually um, handcuff people instead of kill them, I heard. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so yeah, that's cool. it's supposed to be, like, you can... It sounded from a lot of the descriptions, like, you know, I don't know, like, you can play it definitely a lot more stealthy uh, if you want. So, yeah, that and sounds really interesting. Killy. A lot less killy. A lot less so, but you know, then they also say it has the, the same back of the box quote. It's got that same, <laughs> that same great like a battlefield multiplayer. So, yeah, it's supposed to be sweet. Um, and then okay, so now we get down to the big news from today. Okay, wait, I would I would like to add one more little bit. Oh of news. yeah, this is like becoming a regular thing for me. Yeah, um, do it. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of information about this, but a few days ago, the at uh, the how things work Twitter uh, tweeted about. Um, pancake printers <laughs> what so you feed it a design and it prints the pancake in your design and then you cook it actually it's cooks like, it actually i think you print it onto the thing that cooks it maybe oh i don't know i'm so looking like, at the gif right now so it's like a, this. it's like a 3d printer for pancakes yeah it's at things work dot or not dot com twitter twitter.com slash at things work oh my gosh okay i'm check this out <laughs> I don't remember. It was like uh, the March thirteenth. So go go look for it. Anyway, I just I'm just keeping the pancake thing going, you guys. <laughs> All right, doing uh, God's work, my friend. Yes, spread the word about these pancakes. No one's heard of. They'll never stop until we these do new, our own pancake new, podcast. These new delicious snacks known as pancakes, whatever they are. <laughs> um, Brand new. All right, so the big news from today, uh, which is the nineteenth of March, when we're recording this, um, Kojima. He may have left Konami. What? Yes. So, yeah. so uh, basically, there were a couple of cryptic things that have happened um, leading up to this. A, a couple of days ago, he um, posted a, a tweet basically saying that it says heading out. And there was a picture of Snake getting into a chopper. 
and people uh-huh. were like, okay, you know, that could mean anything. So, um, and then today, um, some people over, I think it was on NeoGAF started noticing that, um, all the various Metal Gear sites had been updated then, and the, the wording that says, you know, a Hideo Kojima game has been removed as, uh, as were all the references to Kojima Productions, uh, which is their studio here in, in LA. Yeah. Um, and that studio has now been renamed. Yeah. The studio has been renamed, um, as just Konami studio, Los Angeles. Um, so there's all these little clues that have, uh, have come out. So people are thinking he's leaving, uh, Konami. And so, uh, the only confirmation we've gotten back from our only comment, really, we've gotten back from Konami as of today anyway, is that he's going to continue working on Metal Gear games, etc. But it, it sounds like his role there is changing, or maybe he's maybe it's going to be a, an Ueda san kind of thing where he's like consulting on the game, but he's not working for them anymore. Wow. Yeah. So. There's a what site is it? I think it's it might be on Kotaku. They have an article about this where supposedly they have like some uh, contact with some insider information saying that uh, Kojima and his team are actually already working on contract, and that contract is up this December. Oh. So I, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's. That's the story going around. Man, that is just crazy. I mean, I, at least he'll now finally make good on his promise that this is his last Metal Gear Solid game. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so, I, I mean, that's a weird thing to be optimistic about. Yeah. But my, no, my first thought for this, because again, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Metal Gear fan any, anymore. So what I was more interested in was like, I wonder what this means for the Silent Hills game. Oh, mm, yeah. Because yeah. that not that uh, Konami published? It's supposed yeah. to be Konami published, and it and was supposed Hideo to be Kojima, Ko- Kojima working on that. So yeah, I know, I know. I remember seeing you know his name attached to it with uh, along with Guillermo del Toro, but yeah, and uh, what's that guy's name? Oh. Norman Reedus. Yes, thank you. I can't I ever remember. Were, I know you were thinking of. <laughs> yeah, you did. Get out of my head. I never stopped thinking about him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that G- that dreamy squint of his. all right you guys ready for some twitter questions yes let's do it okay first on the list we have mike or let's say mikey let's say mikey mikey did you submit a twitter question mike no, no, uh, it's not you, Mike, and that's why oh, I'm okay. I'm saying Mikey because I don't want to confuse you. Oh, okay. It's not you. It's not Mike. It's, it's Mikey. It's Mikey. So, <laughs> Mikey writes. He says, "If you could choose any engine for one game, either a remake or a new chapter, which would it be?" And he gives the example that he would want a new next-gen Splinter Cell game made in the Snowdrop engine, which is uh, being used for the Division. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's actually an amazing pick. Um, but yeah, I instantly I thought of um, the UbiArt engine. I want a new Earthworm Jim game done in UbiArt. <laughs> that would be, be super cool. So good. Yeah, wow, that's a, that's, that's a great idea. That's a really good uh, pick right there. What about you guys? You got anything? Uh, I mean, okay, so I don't know very much about game engines, um, other than I know what games use what game engines, you know, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, I just happen to always think games that use the Unreal Engine are gorgeous. Like, yeah, I am not true. even not even if I know. Like at first, I'll just be playing the game. What is this? I'll bet this is Unreal Engine. I look it up. <laughs> it is. So, oh yeah, and Unreal Four looks unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I was gonna tell a joke and be like, oh yeah, I just want like a new indie game that's made in Unity. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. Although that new Ori and the Blind Forest or whatever it's called, um, that is a Unity game. So. Yeah, no, oh, there's a ton. I didn't know that. There's a ton of amazing games made That's in super Unity. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and then I would say my pick for that would actually I would really like a sequel to Enslaved. And you know, it's kind of cheating because they used the Unreal Engine for the first one. Oh, so, okay. Uh, but I I really liked the game Enslaved, starring Andy Serkis, written by Oh come on, oh what's his name? Oh come on, he sounds Japanese. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know his last name. Is it Neil Gaiman? Maybe. Sure. I sure. Let's see. It is. <laughs> okay. Sure. We we can uh, we can edit in the correct answer later. <laughs> okay. What about oh, you, no, Mike? Alex Garland. My bad. Oh, Alex Garland. Yeah, he wrote the Beach and like yeah, the Tesseract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, a ton of great stuff. Actually, his new movie is supposed to be amazing. Um, oh, the one about the doll. Person? Yeah, X X Machina. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be an amazing sci-fi movie. If you're into that kind of thing, hard well, sci-fi. They say I'm, it. I'm into all <laughs> kinds of sci-fi. Hard sci-fi, soft sci-fi. Must uh, I guess there's other kinds of sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe has <laughs> gone to a weird place. <laughs> Very strange. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I honestly I have no idea. Um, I really love that UBR engine. I would like to see, gosh, almost anything. Yeah, uh, made in that. So it's it's one of my favorite uh, thing. Whenever I see a new game, like when I see Valiant Hearts or I see, you know, Child of Light, I want to see like more games in that engine. I honestly don't care what they are. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so quick fire desert island game. This comes from the one and only Just Illa. Just Illa. Illa. <laughs> Good old Just Illa. He writes and he says, "Desert Island, one game, and yes, with the hardware and power required. Which game?" <sighs> this is it's, it's so hard, hard because, like, I can picture myself getting sick of just about any game. Yeah. Uh, so if I had to pick something, it'd probably have to be something that had some length on it. Hmm. Uh-huh. Gosh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Right now, I, I might even pick something like uh, like Dragon Age Inquisition. Just cause yeah, like, it's got to be huge. So so long. It's, yeah, it's got to be something vast. I could stave off the crazies for at least three hundred hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was thinking I would probably pick Mass Effect Two, and here's why: because I, I know it's a really it's a decently long game. It's not as huge as like Dragon Age, but I I've only played through it once, and I know I love that game. And yeah. so, and I already know there's a ton of variations, various different things I could do. I could explore all the different classes more, you know, just so there's so much in that game that I didn't explore. And Speaking so I, uh, from experience, I can tell you, you can play that game roughly six times. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, guessing you did that. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's did. one of the, that's, that game is one of the platinums I got without chasing the platinum. Yeah. Just got it. Cause I kept playing it. Actually got a platinum. platinum. You got a platinum? <laughs> I don't know. Chase the platinum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Uh, so, <laughs> so the reason I've kind of been giggling to myself over here is because I thought of a really good answer. Um, I would pick H1Z1. Oh, because it's an online only game, and I would be able to call for help. <laughs> <laughs> you get rescued from your desert island, and you yeah. can play other games. That's I like right. that there are so many online games you could have picked. I know. I just picked one that looked like it'd be really fun for the amount of time it took them to so track until, down. Yeah, my... until you get rescued. Yeah. You know what? I, I guess I should have picked something like Minecraft, though, because oh yeah, you could true. literally play that forever. Like because you could. The worlds are endless. Yeah, I could. I could. And and when like after like twenty years, when someone comes and rescues me, they'll see this <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> world I've created in Minecraft. <laughs> it's like I, I recreated the entire Earth in Minecraft. Yeah, and see, because Minecraft has an offline only mode, you can technically say you have all of the re- you know requirements to play it That's and true. not have an internet connection. But with H one Z one, because it's online only. I would have to have an internet connection, according to this Twitter question. So it says hardware and power required. Now I don't well, know if that but, includes internet, high speed internet, David. But you can't. <laughs> I don't think it includes high speed internet, David. But it's required to play this game. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> David's David's island experience is just him looking at like the the, the login load, screen forever. The login just, screen. Can't, <laughs> just can't get in. Why did I pick this game? <laughs> I screwed myself. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> All right. And then in a kind of related question, but it was different. It was different. So I, I chose this. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend Brandon writes, if you could only play one game series, what would it be? Okay. So assuming that this question means like the future games of this series as well. Yeah. I'm going to turn my answer on its head. Now I'm going to go Mass Effect. Ooh. I want to play that series. Like if I have to pick one series to play, and again, hmm. this sounds like an, like a miserable existence. But <laughs> if I have to pick only one series to play, I feel like I can get a lot of a lot of different stories out of that Mass Effect universe. It doesn't have to center around like one specific character. Yeah, that's a good answer. I I, I could see that being really fun. Um, my my answer, I'm kind of torn, um, because I my gut instinct is to say Zelda games, mm. um, but they don't they're not released very frequently. So I'd be waiting a long time in between games, like if I had to wait to catch up or whatever. Um, 
then so my other idea was to just go with Mario because there's a lot more Mario games. Yeah, I was thinking Mario too because like yeah, I mean you could play. There's so many Mario games. I mean, and I don't know if you have to pick according to this criteria if you had if you'd have to say only Mario Galaxy games or only oh. new Super Mario games or you know something along those lines. But oh, you guys know. are thinking way too hard about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, then I pick Zelda because there's more of those. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta, I'll, I'll just go with Mario. I'm good. All right, Mario I, and Zelda. I, we're I'd, be, I'd be happily platforming away for the rest of my days. <laughs> those are all, those games are always good. Um, and then this one is not as much a question for us, but our good our good buddy uh, Kimmy, she had tweeted uh, a little bit ago, just asking kind of uh, a general troubleshooting question: Does the battery life on the PS4 controller suck as bad as Xbox One controllers? <laughs> And then just if we had any tips for extending it, and yeah, uh, and since none of us own Xbox Ones yet, I yeah, figured it's a little tough. This would be a good one where we could just put this out to the uh, the audience and see if any of these guys uh, or gals know uh, any good tips for extending battery life, or anyone who owns both consoles, if you can let us yeah. know if if that's if they're comparable or if one's worse or better than the other. So, yeah, I would be. I would be impressed if the Xbox One's battery lasted longer than the PS4, um, because I would say that's the biggest shortcoming of the PS4 is how short the battery life lasts on yeah, its controller. It's, and I want to say that the Xbox One actually uses like like double A's or something like that, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it got to last longer. It doesn't have to, but you I, can. I think you can buy battery packs too that are rechargeable or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. But, but yeah, okay. stock out of the box. I think it's double A's or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, the PS4 controller, yeah, I mean, I, I don't get... I feel like I do have to charge them a lot. I Luckily, I have three of them, so I yeah. always have at least one that's charged, but, you know. I've only got one, uh, so I have to charge it every night. Uh, I've never had it done on me while I'm playing, and I've played some pretty long sessions, but I, I'd say you get probably reasonably six to eight hours yeah. of, of play out of that controller, and then you've mm-hmm. definitely got to charge it. Um. So I can't imagine the Xbox is, is less than that. That's that yeah, would be really I doubt bad. it's less. It'd be really bad if it was less yeah, than that. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. All right. So basically we have a special segment today. Oh, another special super, segment. A super secret special segment. Oh, super my. secret. <laughs> is that the jingle? <laughs> it's there the shortest it jingle. Super secret. <laughs> <laughs> so um basically we're gonna play a little game. I'm the game show host in this scenario, oh. and and you are the two contestants. Okay, are you guys ready? Yeah, I, I'm. Sh- I think so. I, and I think we talked about this, but I kind of don't remember what it is. So I'm yeah, pretty excited. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna play a little game of real or fake game names. Oh, okay. This is the Japanese edition of the game. Oh, oh gosh. Japanese edition. So I'm You're ramping gonna... the difficulty up right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, so the difficulty <laughs> is off. Fail. The, it's off the charts. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh. You okay there? Excuse me. Is this right, part of the so, game? Yeah, that was that was one of the names. <laughs> fake. So, fake. No, that was real. Oh, okay. No. So yeah, That's the hardest so, game ever. We'll see. We'll see who comes out. I have I have three in front of me: three fake and three real game names. Okay. Um, oh, and yeah, so I want to. I'll, I'll give you one each. You know, those are the rules. You guys, we'll see who wins. And okay. the one who wins is Bonsai Master number one. Bonsai Master number one. I want to. I've always wanted to be that. Oh, maybe Super Bonsai Master Ooh, number one. Super. Yeah. See, that's even better than I've always wanted to be. <laughs> that's <so>. even better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here, first game name. Half Minute Hero Super Mega Neo Climax. <laughs> <laughs> True. Real game. What Why? do you say? David? I don't know. Just. What do you say, David? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say false. Yeah, it sounds very play, familiar. Play my advantage. Yeah, that's yeah. a real game. Oh, the point yes. goes to Mike. I knew it. All right, so we've got Mike with one point. I'm going to keep score over here. All right. Oh so, man. And David with zero points. Okay, oh, this, so. this feels so good. I love competition <laughs> and I love winning. All what right. if I win, Mike? I still have a chance, you know. Oh yeah, I, I think I have to commit seppuku or something. <laughs> It's like Japanese game show rules. The stakes are real high. No. Okay, next game on the list. Legendia Chronicles 2 Dark Star Rebirth. (laughs) Legendia? 
Legendia. <laughs> it's so catchy. It, it is catchy. And it sounds it sounds like it could be real, so I'm going to say it's fake. <laughs> it's oh, not, man. not crazy enough, and maybe that's my downfall. I'm also going to go with fake, because Legendia guys, is not real. I you guys be. are both correct. That was, yeah. a fake, that was a fake out one. I'm on the board. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, next one on the list, Lunar Eclipse, Soul of the Alchemist. Oh, it sounds so familiar again. I'm going to go with my gut this time and say true. I'm going to say false. Just just to go for the full win. All Let's right. hat trick this thing. <laughs> Mike, you are correct again. Yes. That was a I'm fake. The best. That Mike, was a fake. In your face, David. Mike three won to me. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. Wild Arms Alter Code F. Okay. <laughs> Alter Code F. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be false it has to it's be. like the it's like the most inappropriate version of wild arms <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's gotta be fake it's gonna be fake right those that's a real one that is oh no, my, my god <laughs> you guys i know wild arms is a real series that's alter code f, <laughs> f. that's wow. both lose all right zhp unlosing ranger versus dark death evil man <laughs> I'm saying true because I want that to be a real thing so bad right now. I'm also going to say true even though it's against my better judgment. You guys are both correct. Yeah. That is a true, that's a real name of a game. We got to play that together. That Um, happened. (laughs) And (laughs) Hyper Devotion Black, Sword of Alcuria. (laughs) Hyper Devotion? (laughs) I'm going to go with false just because I I have no idea. I'm going to go true just because I'm in the same boat. That is false. Uh, that is a fake that I made up. I missed I out now. What I don't know what the score is anymore. I Do win I get to forever. Live? And this the final score. David, final you had th- you had three. Uh-huh. Mike, you are the Super Bonsai Ultra Champion. Oh sweet, I can keep my leather. Four jacket. points. Four points. Uh David, we will wait for the Sipiku. Yeah, I'm not I wouldn't do that anyway, so don't worry about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're not doing it. Okay. He, he yeah. passes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For you, the listeners of the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with free 30-day trial to Wait, give you free? the opportunity. It is free. Okay. To give you the opportunity to check out their service. We recommend the audiobook of The Ultimate History of Video Games by Stephen Kent. Oh, can- that's a new one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it's a, a good d- book. That's a, it's a good book. Um, I learned a ton from that book. You can also download an audiobook of your choice free of charge by trying audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs for your free audiobook. Yeah, and if you guys do that, if you haven't ever tried Audible and you just do the free trial, it super helps us out. Um, you know, we've gotten several requests for people from people asking, hey, have you ever thought about doing it every week instead of every fortnight? And uh, if enough of you guys sign up for this Audible free trial, then the answer is, yeah, we can totally do that. Um, yeah, Because yeah, bandwidth, bandwidth ain't, ain't free. So. It sure isn't. Yeah. Yeah. So help us out if you want to hear some more Super Best Friends video game sleepover. Yes, indeed. All right, are you guys ready? Let's do some topics. Man, topics. Meat topics. and potatoes. Topics. Meat and potatoes. Who's Hot cakes. Hot cakes Who's and on? potatoes. Yeah, wh- whoever wants to go first. It's me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Mike, you're going first? I'm coming in. I'm taking command of the situation. All right, go for it. <laughs> All right. Because this is this is a segment we we uh, left this out of the news on purpose, and yeah, we, you know this will be old news, and all these details will be sorted out by the time this thing actually gets on the, the yes. interwebs. But Nintendo announced that they are partnering with a company called DNA, mm-hmm. and they're going to start making Nintendo licensed mobile games. Mm-hmm. I was kind of I'm kind of curious, like what what are you guys' honest feelings about this this particular decision? Like, do you uh, feel like this is a good move for Nintendo, a bad move for Nintendo, or just bizarre move? Uh, so I think it's financially a brilliant move for Nintendo. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. their stock jumped like twenty percent when yeah. when they did this. The stockholders have been asking for a new revenue stream basically since the Wii U. It was obvious it was not going to ever turn a profit for them. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if you guys feel like this was done specifically in response to the stockholders or if this is maybe something they've had in the works for a while. 
Uh, my guess, my guess is people have been, you know, financial advisors and such have been telling them for years, Hey, you guys need to get into mobile. That's where all the money is. And they have been too stubborn and maybe prideful might even be the right word Mm. to, Mm. uh, to even consider it. And even this is sort of a, like only, only like a half step because they're not really going to develop any of the games. They're just basically licensing the, their characters to another company to come up with the most, you know, addicting free to play game that has in-app purchases that people just, just pour all their money into. Cause that's like, <laughs> that is like most iOS games and I'm sure Android games these days. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, I, you know, I don't find any of them that fun, especially once I get to the point where do you want to play more levels right now? Like, yeah. you know, or you do you want to do want more energy. turns? Then, you know, give us $3 for yeah. 10 more turns. Do you want to buy a green mushroom so you can have an extra life? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the thing. I feel like, I think this is a, actually a great move. For Nintendo, because not only just financially, but if you think about Nintendo's target audience, right? They have tech. I mean, for the longest time, they've targeted younger or casual kind of audiences. Sure. Um, and that's who are using smartphones and tablets the most to play games. So, sure. Yeah. If you think about kids, right? They they just grab you know their their mom or dad's iPhone or whatever, and they play. They hop in, you know, and they start playing a game and. Of course, you know, at the top of the stack, when you start browsing through the bajillion games in the iPhone store, there's probably going to be some Mario or Yoshi or Kirby game or Donkey Kong or something, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's probably going to be pretty good. And so just that that brand recon, uh, recognizability, you know, right, yeah. that, uh, that, you know, those games will probably sell really well. Kids will get instantly familiar with those those characters. And as they get a little older and they start wanting something a little more meaty, then they're going to graduate to the 3DS or the Wii U or whatever, you know? So I feel like that's, it's, it's a really good way. It's like a Trojan horse to get all their IP into the hands of their target market, even younger or even easier for free, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think from that standpoint, it's really smart. But the other thing I was thinking about was that this is, the first time in ages, ever since like what was it, CDI, those the awful CDI, yeah, those awful Zelda games, <laughs> the best Zelda games, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like the first time we've seen Nintendo license their IP out for anything, and yeah, and um, and probably yeah. because of CDI's games, well, yeah, that probably like <laughs> put a bad taste in their mouth for you know yeah. a couple a couple decades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think this is one of those indicators, like for especially a lot of those people that were like. Every time an article would come up showing like how poorly the Wii U was selling, like, you know, Nintendo doesn't have to worry about it. They get this war chest full of money. If anything, I think this move really shows you like Nintendo knows that they cannot just let consoles fail. That's not an option. Like no company can afford to do that. Yeah, and, Nintendo. And, and this is Nintendo future-proofing themselves, you know? Like, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Because, like, if, if you know, they, they continue to struggle, like, the you know, the 3DS has not sold as well as the DS, uh, the Wii U has not sold as well as the Wii, so if that trend were to continue for whatever reason, right. they now have a precedent for at least the mobile side licensing out their IP. But realistically, this is kind of a step in the right direction, as far as I'm concerned, with one day we have Nintendo games on Xbox and PlayStation and PC or wherever, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure, um, it's possible. I, I feel like, you know, it, it, and I don't necessarily want it to go that way, um, but, you know, if it did, that would be cool. <laughs> so I feel like As long it's, as they don't pull a Sega and just start releasing horrible games after that. like I, I can't imagine. What yeah. happened to Sega, <laughs> for crying out loud? That yeah. I can't believe how bad some of their games are nowadays. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Little rant. rant no, over. no. Yeah. It, it's it's well deserved. And they still have their games that are well received, well well made. Uh, I think even though I'm not really a fan of the series, uh, Bayonetta still does pretty well, and and people seem to like it. So, um, you know, they they definitely have, um, some games that are still you know quality. But yeah, I know what you mean. Overall, quality wise, they're not. They are shadow of the Genesis era Sega for sure. Yeah. 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 So a couple of things from from the press release was they did, uh, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit, they did say specifically that there would be new game experiences. So yeah. we can kind of infer from that we shouldn't expect any like classic game ports or virtual console stuff or... I'm calling it right now, there's going to be a Super Mario Endless Runner. Uh, yeah, that would probably. make a lot of sense. It would yeah, make a probably. lot of sense. 
Um, they did also specifically say that all Nintendo IP would be available for these types of games. So um, it doesn't sound like they're going to keep anything off limits. Metroid, Zelda, Mario would all be available to make these kind of games. Um, and I think one really interesting part, this is the one part I, I feel like is probably the best news to come out of this, uh, especially for Nintendo, is that they are specifically planning on launching later this year an online membership service that will essentially tie uh, a membership account to all of your devices. So to consoles, smart devices, PCs. Um, Nintendo, if anything, has lacked any kind of like online presence oh, to speak Oh, their online of. services are terrible. It's, it's just yeah. the worst. And it seems like this move will finally kind of get them into the modern age when it comes to like having an account, tying purchases to that account. Um, how all that's going to work, I, I don't know. If there is a single friend code involved, I'm out. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's the worst. I can't stand it. And you know, something that's kind of a footnote to this announcement is the they they wanted to make sure that they're everyone knows they're not totally giving up on hardware. They, yeah. they have the, yep. the NX in development. So that's their next gen yeah. console or now. Well, or, well maybe <laughs> so <laughs> that's the other part I want to ask you guys about, since this all kind of ties in together, they specifically mentioned NX. I don't know, David, if you heard about this part, uh, I heard about the NX. Okay, cool. Yeah. So and it, it's not a surprise that they have another console in R and D. Cause that's basically everybody does. Right so now. what do you guys think it is or what do you hope it is? Okay, so what I hope it is, is the next next gen, like not this current gen, but next gen, you know, quality console uh, with whatever, you know, unique spin they put on it. I, I'm fine with their unique spins. Just make the hardware, like, you know, match the generation it's in. Right. You, you um, want to be appealing yeah. to those to like third party publishers. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, you have to make it comparable so that they don't have to, uh, you know, architect a completely different game or a completely gimped game compared mm-hmm. to what goes on the other platforms. Right. So but, that would be that would be really cool. But so that's what I want it to be. But what I think it will be is it will come out, you know, like six months before the PS5 and the Xbox, whatever the next one is. <laughs> Xbox and it Two. Will, and it, <laughs> wait, we what? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll. You know, it'll match Xbox One and PS4, but then the next ones will come out and it will be underpowered. Yeah, that, that would be unfortunate. Yeah. I, and I think you're probably right. I think that's they're they're into saving as much money as possible, and you don't necessarily do that by mm-hmm. diving into the highest fidelity that you can get out of a system. Right. But yeah, what, you have to like Sony and Microsoft sell those consoles at a razor thin margin just to get right. them in your house, and then yeah. you know they make their money back on games. Mm-hmm. So. So uh, I Nintendo, think what, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Good, good. No, uh, no. I was just gonna say, but Nintendo traditionally has sold, um, you know, less expensive hardware. Um, you know, that costs them less to make, and they're profitable yeah. a lot longer. So yeah, historically, their consoles have been profitable for them. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was gonna say is, is I wonder. There's, there's this idea that's been floating around. It's not, you know, unique to me. Although it's, it was my first thought when they, when they announced they were working on the next hardware, is that they would try to bank on the popularity of their handheld market. And this would be some sort of hybrid device, uh, like a some sort of 3DS that would sync up with maybe a box you plugged your TV, and mm. those games would all be essentially universal. So even if it was like lower res, lower fidelity than everything else, every single game in the library would all of a sudden become completely portable. Hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, and I've heard that theory too. I think that yeah. would be awesome. Like if yeah, they just like had... A you know, Wii U in reverse, right? Yeah, yeah. you just and have like, like a Roku... If do that, it would be like the... That would be like the only excuse for for not competing. Yeah. Yeah, you just have like a Roku-style uh, HDMI dongle or something, and then you get home, and you, when you're within range, you can beam your game to the TV. I mm-hmm. would love that. That would be super cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Although... Uh, the hardware, you know, would make me a little sad. Like, I, it's not all about graphics, but I, I do tend to like some pretty graphics here and there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that that's the thing is, in order to make it, I, I guess I would be more paranoid about carrying around like a three or $400 handheld too. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you know, if it was that, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would go there. I think it would be some sort of like simultaneous, like hardware release, like a console for the home and handheld for you. Uh, but these these machines are designed to talk to each other from the get go. Some kind of like simultaneous console release. Mm. Um, whether that comes packaged all as one device or whether that's something that you buy separately, I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, 
I don't know. That was, that's just kind of my, my thought on the whole thing. And that also cool. let us use two controllers, you know, like, like the proprietary, if, if it has a proprietary controller, maybe, maybe let us use two of them next time. Oh, <laughs> like the game pad? Just the one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one, I, I can't imagine like houses with a lot of kids, like brothers and sisters. The it's fighting, gotta be a nightmare. The fighting that goes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, David, do you want to do your topic, please? Sure. I'll do all my right. topic. Uh, so right. in the last episode, I added a news item about Maxis being um, shut down, and I noticed there weren't like there was almost no reaction from you or Mike. And yeah, we, <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that sad. <laughs> and uh, like for me, I grew up playing Maxis games basically since I it was seven or something like that. Like the first time I saw SimCity at my high school or my not my high school my uh, my uh, elementary school. I was just like, what is that? I want to play that. And yeah. I play. I got it on my computer at home, and I played it. Then SimCity 2000 came out, and, like, my world was changed. Like, I, I played, I remember one entire summer, I don't even remember going outside one time. I just played SimCity 2000 <laughs> the whole time. SimCity 2000 uh, I'm sure fantastic. I did go outside, but... Um, anyway, it, it's, it's probably one of my, my fondest... PC gaming memories um, of all time. So this brings yeah. me to my question. Um, since you guys aren't really big PC gamers, I'm wondering, is there a PC game that you have like a really fond memory of playing, like like how SimCity 2000 is for me? And then a follow-up question, what... Okay, so you guys don't own a PC. I'm sure it's because it's, you know, it's too expensive or whatever. But They're is complicated, there, and is they there, scare me. <laughs> But is there says a the, killer says the app computer quote? tech? <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so, it, but is there a quote killer app that you could only imagine working on a PC that would make you get a gaming PC? Okay, so those are my two questions. So, to initially say, I also love SimCity 2000, but I played it on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I didn't even know that was out on the Super it, Nintendo. It's I, actually, I don't, I don't ever, I've never played the PC version, but that Super Nintendo version was fantastic. Um, cause I know that SimCity one was on that Super Nintendo and I did play that one, but I never, I, I never realized that 2000 came out and I looked it um, up, it did, but it's crazy. I missed well, that. Completely. Maybe I'm wrong. I, but, I think I'm right. <laughs> no, no, you are right. I looked it up. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay. Like I, I thought I wrote down, it was a long time ago. What no, no, I know? You, you were right. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, and I actually was a bit of a PC gamer back in the day. Like I had a PC and, and I was able to play like, um, uh, Baldur's Gate, Nice Windale, and like oh, the original yeah. Fallout games. Um, so I definitely had some some real fun PC experiences. And then I kind of, I don't know, I just fell out of PC gaming for a long time and uh, did console gaming. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back for a little while, I, I had built a, a, a gaming PC because a, a buddy of mine had talked me into um, building a gaming PC so we could play Final Fantasy XI together. Oh. Which is a super random uh, game to pick for building a whole new game PC. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard anyone uh, do that for that game. <laughs> but I ended up picking up the orange box and oh. not being a PC gamer, like I was not in the know for like what was upcoming and that game uh, or that, that box shipped with Portal, the original Portal. Mm-hmm. And that's like my, my favorite all-time like PC game. Even though you can play it other places now, like mm-hmm. that first Portal is amazing. It is amazing. And it's it's really short. Like, I remember when I first played it, um, I had heard about it and I was like, all right, I'm just going to I'm just going to go buy it and play it really quick. Um, and, you know, it was like in the morning and I had nothing to do that day. And all of a sudden the sky is dark and I beat the game and, <laughs> you know, it's still the same day. But like I beat the game on one sitting and it was amazing. I loved yeah, I did, that. I did the same thing with Portal. I played it on my uh, iMac and I oh. started I started it like. I don't know, probably 10 at night thinking I'll just play like a couple hours. And then I, next thing I know it's like three, four in the morning and the game, the credits are rolling. Like I never saw, I just played it one sitting too. You get that awesome so Jonathan Colton track at the end. Oh, that's oh, so good. Love that song. Um, yeah, but I think the problem with me and PC gaming is that a lot of the kind of PC exclusive type games, um, are the ones that I never developed a taste for. So mm. like your your MMORPGs, your um, MOBAs, uh, the real-time strategy games, uh, simulation games, God games, all these kinds of games that are people who are really 
um do a lot of pc gaming typically play those kinds of games at least yeah, a little play a lot of those yeah yeah so civilization like, yeah exactly so i never i just never got into any of those genres probably because i didn't grow up with a gaming pc mm-hmm. so realistically and we've we've talked about it before but i think my fondest pc gaming memory is probably uh mist Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Mist yeah, is so yeah. good. And that game eventually came to like everything. But yeah, uh, I thought for a second you were gonna say Oregon Trail. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oregon Trail. Although too. I did play Oregon Trail back when I was like in first or second grade on mm-hmm. in, like yeah. in in the school library. You know, you put like a huge floppy disk into the yep. little. You play Apple it for computer. hours and hours and hours, <laughs> and you die of dysentery. Yep, you always <laughs> die of dysentery every time. <laughs> I had no idea what it was back then either. So it was isn't that just the way of life? <laughs> you play for hours and the die of dysentery. Die of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but so part two of the question, which Mike yeah. ignored. Um, no, no, I didn't ignore. I oh, wanted I, to give Adam a chance to talk about the yeah, Okay, yeah. So what's your what's your killer app that could bring you back, Mike? I, I don't see. I don't know because when I think about why I don't play PC games versus my console, is because my console is like this, you know, cheap, effective computer to play video games on. Mm-hmm. but also has this really simplified interface where I can just quickly tap out of a game and then launch Netflix or Vudu or uh, YouTube. I don't need to go to a website. I don't need to do anything special. I just have buttons for everything. It's it's a custom interface. And I'm like, I love that part of it. Like everything is just snappy and right there. And mm-hmm. my wife can navigate easily. My daughter can navigate it easily. And I can replicate that on a PC. But at that point, like I'm just turning it into a console. <laughs> like I'm changing the interface. I'm, I want the reduced form factor so it can sit underneath my TV. And so I don't know, like the days of me sitting in my office by myself, like playing a game uh, on my game, you know, tower. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't want to play games that way anymore. I want to sit in my living with my family. So there is no game that would bring you. Okay. No, that's a good, that's a fair answer. Um, but it's also kind of sad. It is a little sad. <laughs> yeah, it, don't be wrong. I got addicted to like League of Legends and, and a few other games like that for a long time, but uh, I always found myself yeah, heading back out to the console. Hmm. Yeah, I I much rather. I mean, I'd much rather play games on my big screen in the living room uh, with through the surround sound and everything, rather than like in front of my computer with headphones. Then why know, do you love your Vita so much? I, I don't <laughs> well, the Vita, I just I love it because I can play all those games, you know, in the van pool. Because uh, I'm always I have a commute and I'm sitting in there and I got to play some games. So all right, fair um, enough. But yeah, as far as PC games, I think the thing that that tempts me the most often to to delve into the PC gaming world is the unbelievable um, catalog of indie games that mm. are constantly coming out. And and yeah, yeah. you know. Sony and Microsoft have done a great job of bringing some of the bigger stars of that world, you know, into the uh, console space, you know, and they kind of bring over your big games like Hotline Miami and, um, you know, these types of like landmark kind of indie games. But as far as, I mean, if you you watch any PewDiePie, you're going to see the weirdest (laughs) <laughs> most bizarre little games and Goat i'd love simulator <laughs> yeah i'd love to be able to like hop in and play those or you know we talked about gone home oh yes. yeah i'm still waiting to play gone home you know in a while now yes yeah, so, <laughs> um but you know there so there's definitely that thing of being able to play all those indie games that come out so it's not ac- actually one killer app i guess hmm. um it, it's just that that scene I, i'm missing out yeah. on that scene and so that that's the thing that could probably draw me back in but if i had to pick one killer app i'd say uh you know if if the good old cyan folks make you know their new game and it's mind-blowingly awesome i might just because of n- missed nostalgia, get drawn back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. And then I'll show you Heroes of the Storm if you ever do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny if you think about it. The PC is like the ultimate indie oh, yeah, console, sure. quote unquote, because there is literally no barrier to entry. I mean, anyone can put their game on Steam now. You just got to make a game and it has to get accepted to Greenlight and you're, yeah. you're on Steam. And yeah. so... And I occasionally see things that like make the news. I'm like, oh man, I, like I want to try out Darkest Dungeon, but eh, I'm not gonna run yeah. on my PC. 
Yeah, and and games that I ended up loving on Vita or or you know PS3, PS4, um, you know, a lot of them started on PC like a year before. Like so, yeah, they, yeah. By the time I was all jazzed about them and playing, like they were old news to the PC folks who were already <laughs> into a million true. other You're cool just things. Just now playing Rogue Legacy? What's wrong yeah, with you? exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> Thomas was alone. Oh yeah, I played that a couple, few years ago. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, so like we're definitely uh, we're living in Canada in that respect. <laughs> we're so a few years fun. behind on the console. Oh no but. offense. All our Canadian I that's a that's a nice little South Park uh homage right there. Oh, okay. There's an amazing, amazing Canada section in that game. Um, oh man. <laughs> but um <laughs> all right, so I'll do my topic. Are you guys are you guys prepped and ready? Or oh, we have man. more yeah. do we have more on Do PC we have games? to do your topic too? My <laughs> my topic's gonna be off the chain, I believe it's said oh, by, the, the, by the kids. Is that yeah, what the, the kids are saying these the days? Kids are saying it. <laughs> oh. Um so my topic is unintentionally funny games. <laughs> I and love so this topic these, so much. These are games great. that you played that totally took themselves seriously <laughs> and got laughably ridiculous as they went on. So basically here's my example, um Resident Evil 5. So me I'm so shocked that your example wasn't overblood. <laughs> oh my gosh well that was yeah. hilarious from the get-go like that was that was like in the first 15 minutes or so like that he was so you know he lost people <laughs> poor people <laughs> um but yeah so resident evil 5 uh came out you know on the heels of resident evil 4 we're all like we had an expectation right this is gonna be awesome and you know it's co-op that's super cool so David, you and I, we started co-oping through the game. And basically, I just wouldn't play it anytime unless you could be there online. And we would we would basically make our way through the whole story. And Mike, you and I co-opted a bit of it, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, we, we definitely ha- shared that experience a bit. But there were parts of that game that got so laughably dumb and and you could tell they were trying to be so cool, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like I remember were, getting to like parts of the game was like, when when did they get the Matrix? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is a dude in a trench coat and sunglasses kung fuing me right now, <laughs> yeah. and I don't think that's been cool for like six years. Yeah, and uh, you know, <laughs> basically the the part that I'm most thinking of is that. Uh, that boss on the boat. So, and you kind of see him, you you deal with him like on and off throughout the game, but you finally find him there. And, but he's like the guy with the really high voice and like the, the super (laughs) cartoony New York accent. He's like, certainly, you know, he's he's definitely like a character of like some villain from like the original, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yeah, exactly. And so I just remember every time he would come on the screen, we'd be like having a great time, killing zombies, chainsaw guy. Okay, take him down. You know, blah blah blah. And then we get to that guy and just start dying laughing. The guy was so ridiculous. <laughs> but <laughs> what did your guys uh, picks for this? Oh man, I can't remember the name of this game to save my life. Um, but um. Oh gosh, and maybe I'll maybe if I can describe. It. Actually, I think I think Eric, our friend of the show, Eric knows the name of this this game, but I can't remember it right now. But um, you were kind of like firefighters, or maybe you just or were in giant. You were in giant metal suits, and you would like wander these halls in first person. But it wasn't really a first person shooter, um, and you had like uh, like four other squad mates with you that were all AI controlled, and they were they would all talk to each other. Um, Oh and, wait, uh, I think I know what game you're talking. I don't know the name of it though. Um, so was this, was this like, one like you uh, you have to like tap like a dialogue button? You can only pick from like four options to say what you need to say. I think so. It was a PlayStation One game, um, and like every now and then these alien things would or mutants would like run at you and kill you, and then that was the end of your. Oh, you never know, mind. You know, this is a try game. again. <laughs> um, but I just remember the dialogue and it was like in really dark corridors because games couldn't render very far back then. Um, so they used darkness and it was in a really dark corridor. And I just remember teammates going like, I smell something. (laughs) I can't see an archived record. I see something. And they would just like say these things all back to back. Oh my gosh. And, And like, so in this one quest, the thing you're looking for is called an archived record. So they'd be like, I can't see an archived record. Like, so, 
it's just it was it was just unintentionally funny and i just all of the friends of mine that were we were having like this big sleepover and everyone was there would like to start quoting that randomly oh to each my other. gosh i can't see an archived record i smell something <laughs> i love because it, it sounds like maybe like they didn't get all the dialogue record they needed and like oh let's bring the actors back in so i was like no 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 i through the magic of editing we can do this <laughs> So, Pretty yeah, if, if you recognize that game from David's description, uh, tweet yeah, us. Yeah, tweet us. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, let <laughs> us know what that game was, because that sounds hilarious. It was pretty funny. What about you, Mike? Um, so mine, uh, Adam, I know you're going to get this right away. David, I don't, I don't know if you played this game. Um, but in 2010, a little game called Heavy Rain came out. Oh, yes. From Quantic Dream. Uh, if you guys haven't oh, played yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Quantic gosh. Dream also made Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. And Heavy Rain is not a not a joking game like you you change between characters between like a detective and a cop and uh you know a boy's dad and a reporter yeah it's a pretty heavy story to, yeah right? you're trying to you're trying to catch a serial killer this this guy like kidnaps children and like puts them in like these rain gutter things and lets them drown in rainwater this is like a dark dark game yeah um and it's supposed to take place in the u.s but the problem is none of the voice actors are are american like they're all european yeah quantic dream is a french studio so yeah. like they they were probably oh, pulling yeah. from all these yeah. various sources and so the the voice acting that game is it's just all over the place like yeah it's pretty bad for the it's, most part. <laughs> you'll i just remember like all these times like hanging out with your son and dad can i have a candy bar no you can't have a candy bar son like can i watch tv no you can't you can't watch tv so, daddy could i have some cereal it's like what? okay suddenly british kid i guess you can have some cereal because you're weirding me out oh man and then, another uh, oh, like go for scene, it i know that scene where you like you're in the mall and you're looking you're looking for jason yeah. <laughs> yes and i don't know i that scene is like five minutes long and you have to run from like store to store around the mall like looking for your lost son and somebody got in their head we only need to record you yelling jason three times yes and each time we push the button we'll just randomly loop one of those and it becomes and it keeps the most telling you to push the button himself. yeah it, it keeps, keeps telling you to push, to push it you have to keep and, pushing it <laughs> And so for, for like a solid five minutes, you're just going to hear the exact same recordings of like, Jason, Jason, Jason. It's so funny because it's like, Jason, Jason, Jason. Yeah. Or when Jason. the voice actors, they're, they're trying to like, you're, you're talking to the cop and he's like, I got to, I got to catch this killer. That guy, this kid does only have 72 hours to catch the origami killer. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, he's, he's the origami killer. Origami, origami killer. killer. And it's oh like the origami God. killer. And he's supposed to be from Boston. And it's like the least Boston <laughs> accent least you've Boston. ever heard. That's <laughs> fantastic. Oh, man. It's like, it's so, my yeah, favorite. It's, that's a great game that I loved. But oh, I yeah, love that game. Everyone there were should things, play it. There were definitely things that took me out of it and, and I laughed at because yeah. it was like, okay, that's silly. You know, and one, and one of the best moment, one of the best video game glitches I've ever seen involves that game. Where at the end, um, is this spoilers? Are these spoilers? Uh, well, no. Just all this intense stuff is happening at the end. Oh, okay. But then, for some reason, the person playing it that uploaded the let's play uh, couldn't. He could. He could uh, let the guy shout out Jason like at any point during oh, the yeah. dramatic I saw that. ending. And he's just like in cutscenes yelling, Jason! <laughs> just mashing us. So, yeah, so funny. It was so funny. You have to go look it up. Just look up uh, Heavy Rain Glitch Ending or something like that. And it's just amazing. It's pretty glorious. Oh, All I, right. Well, really quick, I, I yes. found a couple games that aren't the game I'm looking for, but I found this list of games that... Um, that are like I can't remember the name, and I thought maybe it would be on this list, but even, this, my game is so obscure that nobody even can't remember <laughs> that they don't remember it. Um, oh. So, but I found a couple games. Uh, um, oh, what was it called? I just I just had it and I lost it. Oh, Tenka. Do you guys remember Tenka? It I had think like so. it had like live action cutscenes, and then it was just like this unintentionally super Rambo manly. Let's go kill people now game. Uh, so that's one that that I remembered, and then another game called Sentient, that oh, was man. a PlayStation One game that uh, I'm looking at a picture right now. The guys just have the derpiest faces. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, th- those those are two things that 
I found on the list that I remember being unintentionally hilarious. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, so there were a lot, I think, in that generation, PlayStation 1, just because we finally had the capability to do voice acting, like legit voice acting. But mm-hmm. it didn't mean that video games could draw any talent for video for voiceover, you know? Yeah. It yeah. was just like, oh, okay, um... We, gosh, we need to do some voices. Like, get uh, get Rogers over here from the programming team. Like, <laughs> like, have him read these lines. He's got a good voice, I guess. You know, so it's like, and then that's how you end up with people. <laughs> yeah, or best. even that. Uh, was, I think it's the very first Resident Evil. It has like Jill, the most awkward dialogue oh, in it. Jill, the master of unlocking. <laughs> Take this lockpick. <laughs> yeah, bad. and that was just localization, but still, yeah. yeah, the the voice acting was pretty bad. It's so bad, <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a lot of gems out there. If if you guys know of any that we didn't talk about um, that were unintentionally hilarious, tweet them at us because I, I definitely want to check them out. Kind of like I'm playing Heavy Rain again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good game. All right, end of the show plugs for men. Help support the show for $0 by signing up for a free audiobook on audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. Like David was saying, that definitely helps us out. It will uh, allow us to, A, uh, possibly do the show more frequently, and B, um, we want to be able to do giveaways on the show and uh, buy some games, give them to you guys. It'll be fantastic. So um, everybody wins. So anyway... Everybody wins. So, yep. um, also, if you like the show, leave us an iTunes review. That would help us out a lot. Um, I already noticed it, we're, we're raising in the ranks on iTunes. I, I just oh, put in, fantastic. I put in super best, and we were like fifth on the list. Whoa. So, th- there you go. That's pretty good. Used to, I used to have to type out the whole name to the bitter end for <laughs> anything to, to come like, up to look for super best friends and like, yeah, that's no good. Yeah. I had, to, I, I used to type the whole thing to the bitter end and still like, if I made one typo, nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, cool. so that's good. <laughs> but yeah, if you, uh, if you could review the show, that would be awesome. Help us out. Um, also follow us on Twitter, SBF VGS podcast. Um, I am Barry white, B U R Y W I T E. If you want to follow me, um, Mike is Taco Douglas and David is David J. Tate. Um, you can also friend us on PSN, those same names, except for Mike, who is Taco <laughs> underscore Douglas. And, uh, <laughs> Every time That's we. Fine. It, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's not fine. It's fine. You have to live with your choices forever on PSN. I hate it. <laughs> live with those choices forever on PSN. Uh, Shuhei, come on. All right. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SBFVGS or follow the blog at SBFVGSpodcast.wordpress.com. And uh, and do us a favor. You know, if you guys don't have time to leave iTunes review, uh, just tell a friend. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, like tell a buddy. Tell a buddy. That'd be awesome. Maybe maybe he'll write an iTunes review. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll sign up for one of them super awesome free audiobook subscriptions. Hey, yeah. hey, all right that's all the time we have for super best friends video game sleepover episode 13 our baker's dozenth episode oh yeah oh i didn't think about that yeah yeah thank you for listening we'll be back every two weeks with more recorded speaking voices on gaming recorded speaking voices i like (laughs) it you can't promise that i I got real literal on that one Uh, (laughs) hit us up on twitter or facebook with your questions topics or musings if you want to be part of the show goodbye everybody Goodbye! Bye! Yay! Yay! Eat more hotcakes. More sirens. We're crying out loud. Then <laughs> they're not playing around tonight. Are you, now, are they actual sirens, or are you just like next to that dude who used to be on Police Academy? <laughs> <laughs>